When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host. And Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 153, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says you can have all of the right tools and strategies. But without the right mindset, you will get stuck every single time, absolutely 110%. Joining me on today's show is Alicia Carlson. Alicia is a wife and a mom to two. Uh, when the economy turned in 2008, Alicia decided that she was ready to move on from her career as a hairstylist and pursue her passion. And she went to college and obtained a degree in kinesiology. Alicia has a sense of what she wanted to do, but she had no clue how that would actually end up looking. So on today's show, Alicia's going to, sh to share with us, don't try to snuff out the dreams or the desires in your heart. They were placed there by your creator for a reason. She's going to talk about learning to be okay with being a beginner, being new, stay curious and look at things through the childlike lens of possibility, as well as the importance of connecting to your vision and so much more. Can't wait. Welcome to the show, Alicia. Hi, thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It's great to be here. Oh, it certainly is. As I was reading through your introduction, um, it's uncanny that this career progression, if you will, for where you are now, kind of impacted or started back in 2008 or the seed was planted, um, the global economy crisis hit. And uh, that was the, the year that a co-host and I or a colleague and I decided, you know what, we're going to start Career Success Radio. And then 10 years on, here I am doing the Christian Entrepreneurs uh, podcast. So there's been some interesting things that were that God was doing in the year of 2008. I'm sure. So really glad and, and honoured that you are here to share. Take us back to the time. What was happening? What were some of the things going on that had you start to think, you know what, I really am going to start to pursue what I've been dreaming about all these years. What was going on for you? Uh, well, we were in a position that um, we had one young child and a second on the way. And like you had said, the economy had started to crash and things um, felt a little bit, it was kind of like, if we're going to make a change, now is a good time to do that. Yes. And we've we've been so blessed that um, my husband's job has been able to provide for us. So I've never had to work 
out of a sense of necessity necessarily, mm-hmm. but more um, because that's how God has wired me to yes. kind of have something outside of just being a mom. Mm-hmm. And I don't say just being a mom lightly, yeah. but um, there was always kind of that stirring. And I had undergone my own physical transformation mm-hmm. at um, already. And I just knew how much better I was feeling about myself just by, I think, it was the physical transformation, but it was what I had learned about myself in the process in mm-hmm. terms of um, making a promise to myself or making a commitment to myself and then seeing it through yes. to see the transformation happen. And so as I started to feel better about myself, I thought, well, heck, if I can do this, I, I know other women struggle with this and, and um, it's such a big pain for a lot of people, for a lot of women. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to help. I, you know, I fell in love with the process of transformation and change and really just wanted to be able to help other women um, kind of go about that as well. And so that was, I think, kind of the the start of where God had planted that seed. Yeah, I love that. And, uh, you know, as you've said in the intro, and I mentioned, don't try to snuff out your dreams or the desires of your heart. They're placed there by your creator for a reason. And as you explain, uh, or as you explained your story about how you're a mom, and yet there was just an inkling a desire for something more I can absolutely resonate with that too I left the full-time workforce had my first child and 18 months in actually it was sooner than that I was thinking gosh is then is you know is this said love being a mom but I need some you know something else and that's all right every each and every one of us is is uh, wired differently is knitted together differently as we know the Bible uh, says, what would you say to someone then that is listening or watching today that does feel as if there is something more but just hasn't had the courage yet to step out or maybe even discover what that more is? Um, I think one of the first suggestions is to kind of take a look at some of the things that you already like, Uh, things that you already like doing, things that uh, may become easy to you or that bring you a sense of joy. Mm. Um, The second thing would be definitely to just schedule some time, uh, a dog day, if you will, a day away with God Mm. or just a few hours or a weekend away, whatever you can manage um, to really get alone with your creator and listen and see what it is that he places on your heart. Yes. Um, I think that a big thing, a big trap that I used to fall into was thinking that God had like one specific plan or like one specific career um, that I needed to try to find. Mm-hmm. But I think I've come to realize that it's less about that one specific thing and more just about the unique giftings and talents and interests that he's planted in my heart or that he's planted in your heart or, or whoever's heart. Mm. And it's more about kind of tuning into those things than it is about trying to nail that one, um, you know, trying to hit the bullseye, if you will. Yeah. So true. And something as you're explaining that um, comes to mind that so often what we will do is we will look at other people and men and women can, can do this both too. And we look at what other people are doing and sometimes we can be a little bit envious Uh, you know, that comparison. But this is where we, as you said so beautifully, we need to be reminded that each and every one of us have got special giftings, got special skills, got special strength. And at my previous career, and I'm sure other people have heard me say this before, is being in the career industry. And I have seen and now really can see from a biblical point of view, every experience, every role, even this can be on a, you know, part-time role or even a voluntary role, 
brings in you the giftings and skills and strengths that God may now need you to implement or use in the next phase or in the next season, as we so often say in our life. For some of us, those skill sets are vast. You know, we've got a huge toolkit. And for others, the toolkit is smaller, but whatever it is, it is fine because that's just the way that you've been knitted. So I love that. So learning to be okay with being a beginner because someone may have an inkling like you did back in 2008, yet recognize that by shifting, and, and as you did, you went into a whole new career, we do need to start again. And that can be really scary too. And I love the way that you've said that uh, stay curious, look at things through childlike lens of possibility. How did that play out for you? I mean, we can learn so many insights from how we see other people do this. So how did that show up for you? Well, I think I'm still doing it or still learning to be a beginner and to stay curious and um, just kind of uh, learning to see everything as sort of an experiment rather than um, kind of this trial and failure, if you will. I am um, extremely goal oriented and I guess kind of the type A personality. And so for me, I can get really focused on doing the work and kind of driving towards the goal, um, always chasing happiness and chasing fulfillment. And I think that really in this season of kind of relaunching my business or launching um, this type of business, God has really been showing me it's it's more about the journey mm -hmm. and not necessarily the destination because the way that I was living my life before is it was you know work really hard to reach these goals but by the time I got there I had I had a whole new set of goals that I was striving for mm -hmm. and um so I think that has really been kind of the big key in yes. this uh particular season with um launching my coaching business and yeah. things like that. I think we can all relate to that and I'm sure if we could all see each other, all the listeners and viewers who raise their hands, who sets goals and then when we achieve them, our, our focus has shifted. I think we can see a lot of hands raised. I certainly can relate, relate to that too. You know, what you've said about enjoying the journey or the lessons learned along the journey, I think is so key, especially as Christian entrepreneurs because so often, we can uh, aim to take control of our destiny, set our goals, have our plans. And what we forget to do is turn, uh, turn to God and ask, you know, what plans do you have? And I think sometimes that process, you know, we often relive certain cycles. It's kind of like there's a lesson in that. What is it that we have to give over uh, to God? What were some of the key lessons you've learned in the journey? Um, really just relying on him, you mm -hmm. know, for everything. And I almost think because I know that pride is an issue that I I can easily fall into. And it's that, um, you know, if I'm doing the work, like it'll happen. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that I'm, I think he's made me almost painfully aware of my tendency towards a prideful heart. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I think in a lot of ways, I've sort of um, been a little bit more reserved lately and um, lacking confidence in, in some way because I'm so fearful of not being prideful that mm. it's almost kind of backfiring. And so really over the past week or two, I feel like he's been um, kind of instilling that message of confidence. Mm. And, you know, it's okay for you to be confident in your ability. It's okay for you to be confident in the dreams and the visions that, I, that I've given you, that I've placed in your heart. 
Um, and so really for me, it's that season of learning to walk in that confidence and that mm -hmm. assuredness. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and trusting that God will put me in check if my pride or my ego, or if I start to kind of wander and try to do it out of my own strength. Yeah, so true. And I think, again, we can all resonate with that message. I think also too, you know, when I, if I look back over my career, and this might be helpful for someone else who's listening too, and there were certain things that I achieved, to me, there was an emptiness. There was always, what next, what next? And I think, you know, when we, from a Christian point of view, that what next, that real craving and longing, that needs to be the relationship first with him. And I think also too, if we re recognize the destiny or the plans that God has for us, there is just no way that we would be able to handle the worldly things, you know, the criticism, the, the, the just the battle, you know, the, we're, we're in a spiritual battle, not necessarily a worldly one, but a spiritual one. And I think sometimes God gives us these lessons or hold us back, if you will, till we come to the realization that every single day we need to lean into him. We need to check into him. What does he have in store for us and that we, we need to do so that when we do take that step forward, we can have that confidence. But as you said, it's that assuredness that no matter what happens, it is going to be okay uh, and it is a process it is a process and sometimes you know that process is you recognize oh it is a bit easier not that all of a sudden bang one morning you wake up and it's fine but you recognize that trust and that turning to him is just something that uh, you do naturally what would you say to someone if they're just in the beginning of that because for type a personalities it can be hard to slow down put the brakes on and say all right Lord, take the wheel, you know, because we want to keep trying to grab that wheel back, don't we? I think um, if I were talking to a younger version of myself or just anybody else that is kind of that workaholic, that type A, mm -hmm. I'm just going to get in there and kind of do the heavy lifting. Um, I would really just advise that fulfillment and joy and all the things that we think will be waiting for us at the end of the goal can be yours now. Mm -hmm. And so I think if we kind of take the pressure off of ourselves to reach these goals, because that's where we're going to find our happiness or our fulfillment or our worthiness or our enoughness, if we kind of take the pressure off that that's waiting at this arbitrary finish line, and we really recognize that we can have those things now, mm -hmm. um, that makes the journey so much more fun. And mm. that makes it um, so much easier, I think, to continue yes. to kind of put one foot in front of the other, especially when the obstacles come, mm -hmm. because you realize that you're, you don't have to wait for, you know, in my case, it's a lot of health and fitness coaching. So you don't have yeah. to wait for the, the goal body or the goal weight or the goal job or the, you know, the perfect relationship to have that joy, that happiness, that fulfillment, mm -hmm. you can have that now. Yeah. And um, that really, I think when I'm reminded of that, that takes a lot of that pressure of that um, unholy striving or, um, you know, that pressure to really make things happen. Yes. It, it kind of puts it into perspective that God through Jesus has already given me those things and it, it's up to me to just claim them yeah. now. Yeah. You know, what's really interesting about this, and I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with everything that you've said, is that God has knitted us with that desire, with that ability to click into action and get things done. And I recently, and I've mentioned it before because, but I'm, I, I can't recall the actual verse um, but it has to do with zeal and fervor. 
And it's like, keep your zeal, but make your, ensure that your spiritual fervor is with him. And so we need to make sure that it is at the core of everything that we do and who we are that really is focused on him. Yet the zeal, you know, the, the drive, the determination, the commitment, we can still do that. That's how we operate. I think a lot of entrepreneurs can do that well, and that's a gift. However, we need to make sure that our spiritual fervor um, is, you know, planted solely on him. And then once it is, then we can use all of those, the drive and all of that, I think, to really um, drive our businesses uh, forward. So important. Something else that's really important, this is what you say, connect to your vision. When you say vision, what does that mean to you? Um, well, I would say I'm sort of that like abstract thinker in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And it, it's easy for me to write things or to um, imagine things, you know, just kind of ha cast that vision, I think, is really it. it's kind of creating, you know, taking your goals, taking your dreams, and taking them from words and putting them into images. Mm. And whether you post that up on like a vision board, something that you can see daily, um, or in your quiet time, you just kind of sit with that vision and you remind yourself of the goals that you're working for, mm. um, who you want to be, like, who do you envision yourself becoming at, you know, whatever point, you know, mm -hmm. at these little checkpoints along your journey and, you know, really start seeing yourself kind of as that person now, um, can give you some of that confidence. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it sort of goes back to, we don't have to wait necessarily anymore to put on like Christ. We mm. get to wear that now. And so we get to have the confidence. We get to have, um, you know, the peace. We get to have the um, stamina and the perseverance. We get to have all of those things now, as long mm. as we're doing everything out of who he is mm. and not who we are. Yeah. So for me, connecting with my vision looks like having my vision board set up somewhere where I can kind of glance at it throughout the day. Um, but it really is taking a little bit of time to get quiet and see my vision kind of come to life, see myself walking out a day as that woman that's accomplished whatever, you know, dreams or desires that I feel mm. God's place in my heart at the moment. Um, and I think, you know, it helps having it in writing so you can kind of go back through and looking, look at it. But um, when you're going day in and day out working towards your goals and you don't necessarily see the big leaps of progress, mm. it can, we can become overwhelmed, we can become discouraged. And so I think having that thing, that vision that you're emotionally connected to that you can kind of plug back into mm. can help you just take the action steps day by day. Because yeah. really and truly with goals, it's all about taking the actions regardless of seeing, um, seeing the results right away. You know, that's yeah. faith really in essence, it's believing in what you can't yet see. And, uh, sometimes, you know, we don't see things happening as quick as we want to, but mm -hmm. if we focus instead of the results and we just say, I'm doing the actions that I need to do every single day. And I'm, you know, emotionally charged by this vision then that's going to be something so powerful that's going to continue to pull you along mm -hmm. um, rather than kind of coming behind you and pushing when you've got your heels drug in. You know, you've got it. It kind of puts things into a more positive spin for me in terms of 
what I'm what I'm working for. Yeah, I have to share a, a story. Being a bit vulnerable here, I remember creating a vision board. It would be a number of years ago now, and you know the pictures were amazing. Had all of these things. And then it was almost as if I was self-sabotaging every single thing that I had on there. And it's like, what is going on? So I put it, you know, on, on one wall. I thought, what's missing from that? I have to be honest and say there was no biblical reference. There was no Christ in the center. I thought, right. So I made sure I cut out a Bible verse and I put it on there. And I'm going to revisit that because what I found now, Bible verses um, that I read every single day. And so I'm going to ask you in a moment, what are some of your favorite Bible verses? But, you know, sometimes when we create things like that, visions, the reason I'm sharing that is that sometimes the time frame that we want our vision to come to reality is not necessarily God's time frame. And I've always kept that original vision board and it's been behind my desk and I pulled it out the other day and I looked at it and I thought, wow, that's several years old now, that vision board, and some of those things have come to fruition. Some of those things I you know, can see a well on their way. So it's just a reminder that sometimes we put a vision in there, don't expect it to happen in the next 12 or 18 months, but rather in, in God's uh, timing. Yeah, you wanted to share something Well, to yeah, me. I was going to say I was listening to another podcast and I loved the way that the, the author had put this, is she said that God often puts us into a season of apprenticing or mm. in an internship, so to speak. Yes. So he might plant the seed, give you the vision, give you the desires, but then there's going to be this stretch of time. And who knows? I mean, you know, different legs of the journey are going to take different times, I'm mm. sure. But um, he puts us into this season of training, the yeah. season of interning. Yeah. And um, in a lot of ways, just hearing it from that perspective really um, provided some peace that mm. I'm going at just the perfect rate or just the perfect speed yes. that I need to be going for my journey, for, mm. more, for where I'm at, for where God's taking me. And, um, you know, I just love that. I mean, you see like Moses, you see all these people, all David. the Hall of the Faith, Hall <laughs> of Famers. Yes. And, you know, how long did they wait to see God's promises? Yeah you know, come to fruition. And some of them didn't see it this side of heaven. Yeah. So, yeah, um, you know, just trust that wherever God has you, it's for a purpose. It's so true. It's so true. It's like when we read Bible stories like Joseph, you know, and he was, he had to go through and imprison and all that. And it, when we read it in the Bible verses, it's kind of, we get, you know, 40 years later, blah, 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 blah. We think, 40 years, you know, or whatever time frame it is, there is some real time in, in that. And that's when we really need to knuckle down and, and continue to, to really turn to him. And I, I was going to ask you, what are some of your favorite Bible verses, ones that you regularly turn to that you really can see pull you through? Well, um, I've been reading lately in Philippians. And so mm -hmm. for me, since I suffer with anxiety uh, quite a bit mm -hmm. off and on, um, obviously leaning into chapter four, where he just talks about, you know, casting your anxieties and your fears upon God and just trusting that he's going to provide for you and mm -hmm. give you the peace that you need. Um, and Today, I was earlier today, I was with some ladies from my church and we were kind of spending some time in the word and praying and um, just that, you know, do not be afraid I'm with you mm. from Isaiah 43. It's that idea that God is with us wherever we go and there is no need to be afraid in mm. that. And um, 
I get, a, I feel like I see a lot of things more so like I'll read scripture, but I get the images and it, it's just the idea of God having us protected, mm-hmm. like in his hand, there's a specific verse or a couple of verses that really have that imagery where, um, you know, on the journey or on the path that God is protecting you with his hand. And I just, that's so comforting to me to know that no matter what comes my way, I mean, we know we're not promised an easy journey at all. Um, but regardless, I don't have to be afraid because he's with me and Mm. he's covering me, Mm. you know, with his hand and, and that imagery, even of the the wings, like eagles and all those things. So So true. There's a story and I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to paraphrase this. And if someone knows the exact story, I might go and look this up and put the Bible verse down. And, And I always get confused between the Elijah and Elisha, but it's the second one. Let's just say it's Sha. And um, his servant came running up to him, um, really perplexed and anxious and worried and said, oh, there's an army coming against you, you know, how are we going to, to combat them, that kind of thing. And, he pray- and Elijah prayed and said, Lord, open his eyes. And then he saw this whole spiritual, you know, army standing there with chariots and horses and, and warriors. And we don't see that, but they are there. Well, they are yeah. there. Uh, ready, you know, to uh, to fight on our behalf and continue to, as we say, the battle is not uh, with man so much, but rather that yeah. spiritual battle, isn't it? Yeah. So powerful. So share a little bit about the work that you do and particularly how people can get in contact with you to find out more how you can support them. So um, my with my degree, my background in kinesiology and just the the nature of the emotional and physical transformation. I do a lot of health and fitness coaching. So Mm -hmm. specifically around nutrition and fitness. um, But a big component that I realized that was missing from my own transformation was what was happening up here. Mm -hmm. So the mindset kind of around um, changing habits or creating new habits. um, And just about, I think, really who we are Mm -hmm. in the process. So the before, you know, you're still enough, you're still worthy, you're still you know, all of those things, there's nothing wrong with you before the physical transformation happens. Um, And you're still going to be all of those things afterwards. But I think one of the biggest things that happens a lot of times or that can happen um, with the right mindset coaching is that you're able to show up in a brighter and a more beautiful way after undergoing the transformation, Mm -hmm. because you're not being held back by, you know, insecurities about how you look or, Um, You're not struggling necessarily with how you feel, but I think that if you try to do the physical transformation without also working on, you know, your thoughts and what's Mm -hmm. happening there, um, and then, you know, even the spiritual and the emotional health as well, um, you're still going to be the same person, just in a different body. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of elevating the typical um, nutrition and fitness coaching to include some, you know, work around our thoughts Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, encouraging spiritual connection. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, you know, my faith is Christianity. And this is something that I've been kind of playing, you know, praying about and sort of wrestling with God in terms of, um, I think that the health and fitness industry is is an amazing way. It's a great Mm -hmm. platform, um, an awesome ministry opportunity, Mm -hmm. without necessarily, um, advertising myself as like a Christian coach, Mm -hmm. you know, so to speak. And it's not, I think where I've been struggling is it's not 
because I'm ashamed of my faith, but I just want to reach the people that God wants me to reach. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, it's, it's kind of dropping those little planting those seeds, Mm -hmm. if you will, about my faith, uh, while working with women, um, and then just really helping them kind of do the, the emotional and the mental transformation as well. Because like I said, you can have an amazing physical transformation, but if you don't fix what's in your heart and what's in your head, um, you're still going to be that same person just yeah. in a different body and you'll continue to chase um, different goals, you know, hoping that that's going to be what mm. fulfills you and brings you joy. Yeah, so, so true. And what's the best website for them to connect and find out more from you? Well, I'm so excited. We actually just launched my new website and it is just my name, www.aliciacarlson.com. I am on Facebook, excuse me, as Find Your Thrive. That's kind of the brand that I'm wanting to build. And it's really is focused on helping women find that area of thriving in their life, Um, you know, where they've got the total health. It it allows that beautiful radiance to Mm. kind of shine through inspires them to make change and to pursue their dreams, um, you know, with vibrancy and of course, equipping and empowering women. So um, find your thrive on Facebook, Alicia Carlson underscore on Instagram, Um, doing the YouTube thing as well. Also as Alicia Carlson, um, I feel like God's kind of challenging me, challenging me to step into video a little bit more. Mm, So fantastic. Fantastic. Well, here you've got a great video to share and it shares a little bit about your faith and why you do what you do. And I think, you know, for many of us who are in a business and who are Christian, sometimes it's in how we show up, our approach, our attitude, our conversation that can make such a difference in someone's life and open up the opportunity to share more. Um, I think in the world, especially of business, unfortunately, there's uh, many unscrupulous business dealings going on. And as Christian business owners, if we can bring Christ through everything that we do in the, with our uh, um, clients and, of course, our suppliers, if we do the right thing that honours God in every way, that in itself is going to make uh, a huge difference for sure. So we'll put all of the contact details for Alicia on our show notes. If you want to click through uh, to that, it's ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE 153. One of the things I'm doing for all of my guests before we finish up the show is just to, uh, to say a word of prayer. May I do that for you today, Alicia? Yes, of course. Thank you. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Alicia today and have her share her story and journey of um, transformation and, of course, starting a new business. Father, it's not always easy to make a decision to make a change. However, as we've been reminded today, when we lean into you, when we spend time with you, um, you can show us the vision that you want for us, for our lives and for our business and of course support us every step of the way. We know that we are not doing this alone Lord and that you have got an army of angels that are there supporting us and of course through the blood of Jesus. Father we just want to uphold Alicia and her business uh, in our prayers. Father will you strengthen her, will you give her the inner confidence that only, only will come through knowing that she is saved, she is loved, and she is your child, and that the business that she is creating is a kingdom business that honors you in every way. We pray also, too, for the clients that she's currently working with and the clients that she will continue to work with, that they, too, would recognize the unique gifts and talents that you have created them uh, to have and that they can step into the potential that you have already destined for them. Father, we just want to uh, thank you again 
and uh, bring this all to you in the precious name of your Saviour and your Son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show and uh, sharing that. Uh, you know, every single uh, person that comes on the show, I learn so much. And uh, today has been great too. I'm going to go back to my vision board and put some more uh, uh, things on there. It's 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 been a progress one for sure, so a progressive one, and uh, it just gets it so much more exciting when we know where God um, has positioned and placed us. As as we said today, and you reminded us, keep your vision or keep your yeah, keep your vision deeply connected to Him, and uh, He will certainly support you through. So thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It was my pleasure. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training that's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com